Hello, welcome to 21st Century Bonzes Podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. How do you celebrate victory? In 2002, that was a big year for South Koreans because there was a big World Cup match in Korea and Japan. We did not make it to final, but we made it to final four. That was a big accomplishment and there was unprecedented Uh, victory for all South Koreans. So I still remember the, there was a big celebration, even in the mid- middle of night, everyone was outside in the street and they were celebrating the victory. I still, it was so vivid because there was everyone in the whole country was involved. How do you celebrate your victory? When you have a great promotion and when your children got into the best school, uh, best university that you really wanted to send them to, you might want to celebrate not only in your home, but you want to uh, invite everyone to a big restaurant or a big hall and you want to celebrate the moment of victory. Today, I want us to learn about how Christians celebrate victory. So we will learn from 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 14 through 17, amazing passage. So let's read today's passage together. But thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him in every place. For we are a fragrance of Christ to God, among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To the one an aroma from death to death, to the other an aroma from life to life. And who is adequate for these things? For we are not like many peddling the word of God, but as from sincerity, as from God, we speak in Christ in the sight of God. Amen. There are three things we can learn from this passage. The first one is God always wins. God always leads leads us to the victory. The second one is we are messengers of this victory. Third one is Jesus is the message. He is the focal point. He is the main topic of the message. So let's go back to today's passage and we're going to go through this one by one. So first, but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. So the key word here is this, always leads us in triumph in Christ. What does that really mean? God always wins. It doesn't say God sometimes leads us to victory, but sometimes He loses. Well, that is not the case. But the problem is a lot of people think that sometimes God loses. Well, that is far from the truth. God always wins. Even when the things look not so good, but God is always on the winning side. Jesus Christ died and rose again. But imagine if you were one of the disciples, you probably would lose all the hopes when you saw that Jesus Christ was hung on the tree, hung on the cross. The cross was the capital punishment when the disciples saw that Jesus was Um, uh, Jesus was crucified on the cross, probably they might think like, I I lost my hope and I want to go back to my old work. Well, you might think like, you know, that was totally waste of your time. You are following Jesus for three years. What a, I mean, I mean, you're young, but why did you do that? But with, you know, these people, the disciples were just uh, just like us. Probably they have thought about the uh, being a you know, high official and uh, just following Jesus that they thought that Jesus 
for to be a military leader and a great leader, so that they could he could save Israelites Israel out of Romans, and then they could be in the high officials along with Jesus as well. But all their hopes and dreams were gone when they saw Jesus was hung, hanging on the tree. That was the total disappointment. And then I think that God lost it, and Jesus lost it, and we are the worst loser uh, ever in history. However, turn of an event, what happened, happened in three days, that Jesus rose from the dead in three days, and that Jesus showed and revealed himself to the disciples and the 500 others. What does that really mean? Well, they really saw the triumph, the victory, because Jesus defeated the sin and death, which is the uh, definite power. But Jesus' resurrection is the ultimate power, as we learned from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. That power really showed that Jesus is always winning. If the death, the biggest enemy, the sin, the biggest, the worst enemy of all time, if it is defeated, there is nothing can defeat us, defeat Christ Jesus, because Jesus conquered the most difficult, most horrible problem of all time, sin and death. So he always wins. That is the answer. He never is, he has never been defeated. So Jesus Christ is always winning. And Jesus is God. That's why the Bible says that God always wins. And he leads us to the victory all the time. Even when things are not really going well, even when uh, things look very bad, but we don't have to worry about it because Jesus is always winning. Now, the second point is what? We are the messenger of, we are the fragrance of this victory. Let's go back to today's passage again. It says, and uh, continually says, manifest through us, Manifest through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him every place. Amen. It's amazing that Jesus is not only winning Himself, but also He is using us as instrument because it says through us. So we are His instrument. But it says sweet aroma. He is using us as a sweet aroma or fragrance of the knowledge of Him. Now, what does really this mean? Now, in the Roman Empire, there is a custom tradition that whenever they were, they were winning the uh, victory of uh, uh, the war, then they did the uh, the victorious parade, but they always burnt incense. What does that mean? To celebrate, to to celebrate the victory over the enemy. So when people saw the parade, it was not just a visual, uh, the image of the victory, but also they could smell the victory as well when the Roman soldiers were burning the incense to celebrate the victory. So Paul was using that analogy to really show the victory that God is always winning and we are showing, we are telling, we are sh sharing this message of victory as the holy incense, holy fragrance. Of course, we are not using the physical incense to celebrate the victory of Jesus, but we ourselves are the fragrance. We are the incense to tell the world that Jesus is the winner, that God is the ultimate winner. I think this is amazing. 
Because, you know, God could hold the victory to himself alone, but he is extending that victory to us. He is sharing the victory with us so that we can also be a part of this victory. And we are showing and we are telling everyone that God is uh, the winner. So that is really amazing participation of this victory. And just like... Uh, the Roman soldiers, when they were sharing this, you know, some people were, uh, the people who are in the Roman Empire would be very excited about this victory. But also, there are some people who hate, if, if they hated Roman Emperor or if they hated the Roman soldiers, this incense or this smell, fragrance of victory would be a curse to them because they would think that, oh, we're doomed because this, our enemies won the victory so that this is definitely a bad news. That's why it says in today's passage, says in, uh, in verse 15, For we are fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Because there are two types of people here in verse 16. It says, To the one, an aroma from death to death. So this is like the people who hated the Roman emperor or Roman uh, soldiers. They, think that they, they thought that they are doomed because the enemy won. However, to the other, aroma, life to life. To, to the Roman soldiers. This is definitely a good news. Victory is always a good news. So for us, the gospel of Christ Jesus, this victory is a definitely a good news for Christians. Of course, Jesus is always winning, but always it's never enough to, never enough to hear the good news of the victory in Christ Jesus. Always is a great news. However, for those who are perishing, in other words, for those who do not believe in Christ Jesus, Jesus is their enemy. So the victory in Christ Jesus is not a good news to them. It is a bad news to them. Victory in Christ is definitely a curse and bad news to Satan and evil spirits and those who follow them. So that the question is, which side are you? God is always on the winning side. He is always winning. But if you are outside of God, if you are away from Him, this news is not a good news. So you must become a follower of Christ Jesus so that this news would be a good news to them. Victory in Christ Jesus is a good news to His children. Now, the third one is this. What is the content of this message? As, a, as we are a messenger, as we are fragrance of this victory, it is about Christ Jesus. So, let's look at today's passage again. Going back to verse 14 and 15, it says, Sweet aroma of the knowledge of Him. It says, knowledge of Him. So, who is Him? Of course, it is Jesus Christ. We want to be the fragrance of this victory so that knowledge of Christ Jesus in every place, His message, the gospel message would be, message would be preached to everywhere so that everyone would, could see and hear the message of Christ Jesus. Now, it says, who can do that? It says in the uh, verse... Um, 16, to the one an aroma from death to death, to the other an aroma from life to life. And who is, who is adequate for these things? It says in verse 17, for we are not like many peddling the word of God. There are people who are just twisting the word of God. But we here, from sincerity, from, as from God, we speak in Christ 
in the sight of God. We're not speaking in front of people just for the popularity or to get more likes, but we are here as if we are speaking in front of God, but we are speaking the message of Christ Jesus. The whole purpose is to show and tell that Jesus is the ultimate winner. Now, when the Roman the Roman soldiers, when they were marching in the parade, they wanted to boast about how great soldiers and how great you know the, uh, the army they are. However, when we are uh, speaking to the world about the victory, it's not about the victory of ourselves, but it is about Christ Jesus, that He is the ultimate victory. What is the worldly victory? I mean, the billionaires and millionaires would boast about their money and their possessions. They, they think that they are the victors in the world because they made it, or the people would say, you know, you, you did not have anything, but by your power, by your own wisdom, you made it. You became really wealthy, you became very popular, you became very influential leaders. So you definitely made a victory. That's not the victory that we are sharing to the world. We're sharing to the world that Christ Jesus died and rose again. The gospel message of Christ Jesus. That is the knowledge of Christ, who Jesus is, who God is, who the Holy Spirit is, the triune God, knowing about Him. That is the purpose of being the messenger, being the fragrance of this victory so that the whole world will know that the enemy is one. Enemy is one by Christ Jesus. Who, who defeated the sin and death. So, the three things that we need to remember from this, today's passage is first, God always wins, and second, we are the fragrance of the victory, and Jesus is the message as we are sharing the smell of victory to the whole world. So, how should we live? First of all, we must be thankful for God being victorious all the time. Of course, when things are not going well, it is very easy for us to be discouraged and disappointed. You know, when if you are going through a very tough time, tough season of your life because of a terminal illness, you might think that you lost it all, you don't have any hope, and you know, you've been going to church for many years and you've been praying, but you feel you feel like God is not really answering your prayer because nothing is really getting better. However, even in that situation, you need to be thankful for that God is winning because the context of today's passage that Apostle Paul was going through a very difficult time. The previous verse in today's chapter, chapter 2, God opened the door for him for the gospel in the city of Teruah. However, Paul's heart was uh, distressed and stressful because Titus, Titus was supposed to come, but he didn't come. That really troubled Apostle Paul's heart. So things were not really going well inside of him. However, all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but continually, he goes on to say into this passage, God always leads us to the victory. What does that really mean? Even when things are not looking good outside, but God is always the winner. We have to remember and remind ourselves of that victory because Jesus always wins. I want to share some of my story. Just a few months ago, I was on the way to South Asia for missions. However, on the way, I got a really uh, bad news that uh, my son has got involved in a car accident. And that was very devastating, very disappointing. And I felt like, you know, just because I'm going to the mission trip, all these bad things are happening, even uh, to my family. So I felt like I, I am putting, I was putting my family in jeopardy because of missions. So um, I, I was tempted to think this way, that if I do not go to missions anymore, then probably everything would be uh, well and would not have any car accident and my family would be well. Uh, but I realized that Satan was definitely uh, 
lying uh, to me in that way. Well, that day, uh, one of my spiritual uh, mentors called me to pray for me, and I shared about this, and then he assured me that the victory is already won by Christ Jesus. That really gave me the hope. So I just trusted in the Lord, and God did amazing things. In this short uh, mission trip, uh, we trained 172 leaders, and then in just a few days, that uh, se- uh, 57 people were saved in this Buddhist strong Buddhist country. And then, not just that, a few uh, one month ago, God provided really nice car for us um, for free, and also my son was involved in the uh, car accident. He went to a uh, mission trip for a long time and then he came back changed as a changed man. God blessed him and God blessed the f- my family in an amazing way. So when things were not really going well, but God was at working and we just need to trust in him. You know, the situation can be different. God may not provide the car and we might still in a very uh, uh, terrible situation. But we need to remember that the world, that earth that we're living right now, the life that we live here is temporary but we have eternal life in Christ Jesus. So no matter how bad things or terrible things might happen to you, God has provided the eternal place that we will live with Him forever. Where can we find the better things in the world? Nowhere. God is always winning. And he is always in the winning side. So we need to be thankful for him that he is always victorious. Let's give thanks to him every time. The secondly, we need to live as the fragrance. We need to live as the messenger of this victory. Wherever we go, we need to share about this victory. You know, the world is going through a very difficult time right now, and they need the message of victory because the, even non-Christians, even if they have a lot of money, probably probably they might think that they're defeated, they don't have any hope for the future, and they just kind of um, just live for the entertainment uh, day, f- day after day. However, we need to tell the world that the Christ Jesus truly is the victory. Uh, so, what kind of smell do you have? When a lot of pseudo-Christians or Sunday Christians, they come on church on Sunday and they act like pretending to be a Christian and probably just for one hour, two hours on the Sunday, they uh, might live, uh, they might kind of smell like Christians, but Monday through Saturday, they smell like the world. That is not true Christianity. We need to smell. We need to be the fragrance of Christ Jesus so that the world would know about Christ Jesus more and more. Not about us, but about Jesus Christ who is the victor. Jim Elliott and his friends, five of them, went to Ecuador. They were brilliant young men. However, when they arrived there, they were, uh, they were tragically killed by the tribes in Ecuador. How wasting it is. The world would think that uh, it was just a wasting of this brilliant young man. However, uh, Jim Elliott's wife and his children went to uh, Ecuador and God opened a huge door for the gospel. A lot of people in that village came to Jesus Christ because they saw the fragrance of uh, fragrance of Christ Jesus through these people who sacrificed themselves and who uh, ventured into uh, this tribal place in Ecuador. They went back to there, even at the risk of their life. They saw the victory of Christ Jesus through them. So this is so important, brothers and sisters. We need to be thankful that Christ is always winning, but also we need to carry this message to the whole world that to, to tell everyone that God is always the winner. Jesus wins 
all the time because He died for our sins and He conquered the death. He is the only way to be saved. He is the only way to be victorious. And uh, victory is assured in Him because He always wins. How wonderful this is. If we're not sure about Jesus' victory, if it is conditional, then we're not certain about the victory. But we have this certainty because the tomb is empty. Wow, wow, wow. This is an amazing message. So my friends, my brothers and sisters, let's keep on trusting in Him and let's keep on sharing about this victory as His fragrance. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank You, we praise You for this wonderful message of victory. Father, there is no other victory like victory in Christ Jesus. Even Roman soldiers are not here anymore. They probably won the thousands of battles, but their victory is only and somewhere in the history book. But your victory at the empty tomb is still here and still impacting, still changing me, is still transforming so many lives in the world. So Lord Jesus, please help us to continue with this victory, continue to praise you, and continue to share this victory to all around the world. Father, we thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' holy name we pray, amen.